Okay, so we're doing Daf Vavam Vavais. We're going to go from Daf Vavam Aleph right at the bottom, the three, mm-hmm. do, three do, the two dots there. So we said Omar. So we're going to analyze, the, and that's going to be the subject of discussion for today. We're going to go through the Brisa and analyze and analyze the Brisa, and then we'll take us for the next um, the next few Daf as well. Omar Zuhi Rishusayachid. So we said in the Brisa that. After giving us the examples of Rishus Yochid, it said Zuhi Rishus Yochid. So now, whenever the Rishus does that, it's coming to exclude something. The Tafka this and not something else. So what is it coming to exclude? Because we're going to argue in Rabbi Huda. Because Rabbi Huda said, Yes, there are Kain. So there, Rabbi Huda was more Michael in his definition of um, Rishus Yochid. He had a case there of uh, under a bridge. That you can use the two walls of the bridge and then the, the edges of the roof to say to say that's a And now Yesra came even more than that. Person has two homes on two sides of the street. So basically the area that's enclosed between those two homes is actually a um it's got two machitzas on either side. So you can make a lechi on either side. Mm-hmm. Or now he can carry in that area. So Amrloi and they said to him, You cannot uh, do an Eruv in such a way So now what happened over here? What happened was that Rashi explains that Rabbi Huda really holds that two machitzas is good enough to make a Rishusayochid Daraisa. You don't need four machitzas, you don't even need three. Just two machitzas. So therefore this road, if we've got a house here and a house here, the house will the two homes will act as a Mechitz on either side. Yeah. And in a Torah, that area is Mutzah Patiltul. In Lamai, it's only Midrabon, and they wanted a, a heker of um, Lechi or Korah, and therefore, um, and therefore that's why, it's just, it's just for a heker of Alma, that it, should, that, should, that it should look like a, that a person should realize he's in an enclosed area. But Rabbi Yudah holds in a Torah too, Two mechitzas are already Rosh Hashanah, and therefore Chacham argue. They say two mechitzas not good enough for mechitzas deraisa. Could be you need. I think it's machlokes who showing me either you need three or four. But Al Kaponim, two is definitely not enough, and therefore they said to him, "Aim Avon Rosh Hashanah So now, so our branch that said Zui Rosh Hashanah was coming to exclude that case. So it says the Gemara of Amai Korle Gemura. What's this extra word of Gemura? So the Gemara says, "My time, keep ligi rabbanu aleid rabbi huda to la have rishus yochid." There, that that, that rabbanu arguing, maybe they're only arguing on a rabbinic level. Hanimil the taltal. So the Gemara uses the taltal as the catchphrase to say that you you could even carry there, meaning with that means that it, it would even be mutamid on a rabbanu level to carry. Avolizroik, if you if a person would throw in, he would be chayev. If you threw it from the rishus he would be chayev. On a on, on a derisa, on a biblical level, on a derisa level, it is considered rishus ayochid. maybe they are moide. So they're just saying aim avim rishus ram in order to metaltel. But avada, they agree in a Torah, it's good. It's good enough to be rishus ayochid. The answer is zui rishus ayochid gemura kamashalon. That Rashi explains here the word gemura is not in terms of like how it's normally used. That it's um, that this is the um, ideal or most um, complete case. No. Here, Gemura means that this is nigmar minyan mechitza shalom. This is the case where you have a 
where the amount of mechitzas needed, you have fulfilled the requirement, it's, it's completed the requirements of the mechitzas. As opposed to that case, it only has two mechitzas, that's not good enough. But Masha'ink and our, our brides are saying that only this is considered to have uh, completed the amount of mechitzas you need. So to teach us that in the other case where we're born and arguing Rabbi Huda, that two walls not enough, they hold that's not considered nigma minyam mechitzas, that two is not good enough, even on the rise level. So that is the, that, is that uh, part of the price. Now the war carries on. Again, we have the same question. Why does, it gives the examples of Shusharabim that it says Zuhi Shusharabim. Why do we have to say that? We can, we can see from the examples that anything else is not. So Elamai, we can say that no. We're coming to exclude another case. We're coming to exclude the other Rebuhuda. It's none. So we're talking about a case where they're making mechitzas um, around, let's say, um, no, they're making mechitzas around a, a board to drink the water, right? Yes, yes, I remember. And now, um, if it's in a way that the Rishus Ram continues to walk through your mechitzas, so Rabbi Huda holds of, um, he holds that the, what the Gemara calls Asi Rabim Umavatli Mechitza. The fact that Rabim were walking through that area is Mavatli Mechitza. And therefore, he says, if the Rabim was still walking through that area, it's not going to be a good Mechitza, and you have to put the, you have to adjust the, adjust the flow of traffic so that they shouldn't walk through Mechitzas. And Chom say, you don't have to, you don't have to. We need to say it's perfectly fine. And once you have mechitzas, we don't mind that people are walking through. So what do you see? That the, our Bryce says Zui Rabim This that Rabbi Yehuda holds that once Rabim were walking through mechitzas, that will also be Rishus Rabim. And we say no Zui Rabim. Only this case, but in the case where where there are mechitzas, even if, even though Rabim were walking through, that would not be considered a Rishus Rabim. So now they're going to ask for my Kaurelekimura because now we don't have anything extra to teach with um, this extra word of Kumura, because like Rashi explains, to say over here that Chachomim, when they argued by the Rabbim walking through the Mechitza, that they hold it's not even a it's not, it's not at all Lushus Rabbim even to, to um, not only on a Torah level, but even on a, a rabbinical level, that you're allowed to carry there that's obvious, because that, that was the whole point of those Mechitzas, to enable you to carry there, so if Chachomim was saying that, that it, doesn't, it doesn't bother us that the Rabbim are walking through Then obviously, um, even on a rabbinical level, it's good enough. So therefore, the Gemara says, "By my korele gemura." The Gemara says, "I did the tani reish gemura tani nami sefer gemura." Enochem is not coming to teach you anything over here, but it's just for the fact that it's mentioned that wording before. That's how we keep the wording in line. And now the Gemara asks, "With the choshev nami bidbar, why didn't we count the desert as another shusarabim?" Because we learned the haytanya ezer shusarabim. What is a shusarabim? Sartai or paltaya? Um, so we've got these highways and the, and the big marketplace, Gedola, and the open roads. That is what we learned in our price as well. But this price adds Vahamidbar and the desert. The desert is also constitutional. So Morris explains, Omar Bailo Kasha, Kain Bismarck, Yisrael, Shruin Bimidbar, Kain Bismarck, Azir. In the times that Yisrael were living in the Midbar, so there was tons of people in the Midbar, and therefore it was constitutional. But Bismarck, Azir, that. Um, not so many people are traversing the deserts. We don't have a din of Rosh in the Midbar. And this is where Tosu says over here that 
um, it's, it's mashable from the Gomorrah, says Tosa, that you would need to have 600,000 people like they had in the Midbar. And this point is uh, debated in, in the Rishonim. A lot of Rishonim say there's no such requirement. They argue quite he- heavily on Tosas. But Tosas here in Rashi and Erebin, they do go with this chat because it has to be exactly like the Rishonim of the Midbar. That you need 600,000 people. Okay, Omar. So we're going back to the Bryce. So now. what is it if it's not? What would you classify? So it would be a Carmelis. We'll go back to being right. like a yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a bicker. Mm. The truth is, what is it? Just a bicker and, and a midwife. <laughs> the same. Yeah. It's actually interesting. If I'm not mistaken, the Ramam here learns the opposite. He learns that um, the midwife is Manazeh is is a Rishusara. And the, and the Meaning, yeah. So he's got he's got a he's he learns Kanvis man when they're in the midbar when they when they camp there because everyone the Gemara is referring to the actual camping area. That's not a Shusharam because no one can walk there. They had all the tents and everything. But if it's that it's open, then everyone can. Then it is a Shusharam. But then it's but then it begs the question. Then what's the difference in a mid like why midbar? There's not you don't have enough food traffic in a midbar. What's the difference in a midbar and a bika? Hmm. So they discuss that in the Ramah. Okay, the one goes on. Omar im hoitzi vehichnis b'shoigeg chayav chatas b'meizid onish kores. We said if he carries from shusiyochet to shusiyarim or vice versa, he'll be chayav b'shoigeg chatas b'meizid. He'll be chayav onish kores v'niskal. So says the Gemara b'shoigeg chayav chatas pshita. So that's obvious, right? We, just say chayv. We don't have to, we don't, you know, nowhere else in Shabbos does it enumerate what you chayv. We know. We know Hilchas Shabbos. We know what, what, what you'd be chayv. So why does this price of need to speak it out? The answer is, because really the Kiddush wanted to teach you was that by Maizid, you are, the person could be chayv of Kores and Skila. And why? So it says, so that's also obvious. We know that that's the punishment for Shabbos. So it says, because like Rav told us, the Amar Rav, Matsasi Megillah story by Rebbe Chia. He found this little Megillah. He found this little parchment that it had on it the following. And it said, he found it in the house of Rebbe Chia, which I think was, was Rav's uncle. Because of what Isi ben Yehuda Omer, Isi ben Yehuda said, Avos Melochas, Mem Chos Achas. The Avos Melochas are 40 minus 1, so there are 39 Avos Melochas. And you only Chayev 1. So at this stage, the Gemara understands we're talking about um, if a person was Michal Shabbos B'Shogeg, he's only Chayav one Chattas. So now the Gemara challenges that. That can't be the Pshat in what he meant because Ini Hatsna, we learned in the Mishnah, Avas Melochas, Mem Chosa Achas, Vavinon Ba, Minyon Lameli. The Mishnah there on Dav Ayn Gimel enumerates all the 39 Avas Melochas. It says Hachoresh, Vazore, etc., etc. And then it says also there that Avos Melochas Mem Chos Achas. So the question is, why does it have to teach us the number? We can count ourselves. Why does the Mishnah have to tell us that they're 39? explained the Pshat in the Mishnah. She Kulon If a person did all 39 Melochas with one Haloma, so he he's Chayav Akol Achas Achas. He can be Chayav on each and every Melocha, so that you're not you're not limited to. Only one chattis. Each and every melecha Shabbos is distinct to be able to mechavia as a separate avera, and that's why the Mishnah lists the thirty-nine to tell you that each one can have its own chiyuv. So if you did them all, you, you bring thirty-nine chattos. 
So therefore, it can't be the pshat like we said that einachayv ella achas. You only chayv one for all thirty-nine. Rather, ella ema einachayv al achas men. That there's one of the malachas that you are not chayv for. And now at this stage, the Gemara understands it means to say that you're not chayv misa. We've changed now. If the pshat was that you you, you only chayv one. In the Gemara thought we're talking about chattas um, because obviously when it comes to death a person can only be killed once. But now we're saying on one of them you are not chayav. The Gemara changes to understand that we're talking about um, that, that, that basically Rabbi Yisroel Yehuda had a tradition that on one of the melachas there's no chiyuv misa. So v'har komash So our Bryce wants to teach us that hotzar bears a chiyuv skiller har mehanach to learn But this is one that we don't have a doubt about. So therefore, if a person would do any malach on Shabbos, according to this, he actually wouldn't be able to be put to death because we'd always have a sophic. Maybe this is the one malacha which doesn't bear the death penalty. On the other hand, if he did hutzah, this price is coming to tell us that actually he would be put to death because hutzah is not, is, is not in, in that equation. That's how it comes out. The Aria Shonim, I think, in Me'iri says that the... The Melokha is referring to is Havora, because there's an opinion that Havora is only a, a love. And it's not. Um, so, lighting on, on Shabbos could not be. There could be there's not a key of skill on that. But it's, it's an interesting issue because um, according to that, then it's not such a sophic. We know which one it is. Okay. So, there's a more, carry, more carries on. Omar, Avo, Yam, Ubikava, Istavnius, Varkamnis, Aina, Lokrus, Yochid, Lokrus, Rabbi. So, we learned. Those are the four examples of a communist, the Yambiki established in the communist. So now the Gemara says, Are you telling me that a Bika doesn't have the status of Shusayachid or Shusayachid? But it's not. We have a mission over here from Taharis that says a Bika, that uh, a Bika, which is like I say, the open valley over here, be Moisa Chama in the, in the, in the, Again, it used to, in, the, in their climate, it rained in the winter and it was dry in the summer. That's how most of the wool is. So, a bika, bimosa chama, in the summer, it has a din of Roshusa Yochid, le Shabbos, ve Roshusa Rabbim le Because meaning to say like this, in, we have here Shabbos that we have obviously its definitions of what's considered Roshusa Yochid, Roshusa Rabbim, but also there's in Hilchus Tumah that we Yilchus Tumah also has a Rishus HaYochit Shus Rabim, But now it's a different type of Rishus HaYochit Shus Rabim. Yilchus Tumah, the halacha is that any time you have a Sophic Tumah, if, if the Sophic took place in Rishus HaYochit, we machmir on the Sophic. And if it took place in the Rishus HaRabim, we are makel on the Sophic. And what's that, dear? Because we learned from Sota. That just like the Torah was machmir on a, a Sota, because even though we don't know if she committed adultery, but we machmir to treat her like she did. And we learn out from there, because the Torah called Sota uh, Tuma. There's a lotion of, of Tuma there. So the Gemara Chazal learn out from Sota that any time you have Tuma now in a Shusayochid, it will be considered Tomet. But it has to be a Mokum, a Shusayochid, so to speak, of a comparable to the case of Sota and there it's a case of Stira so basically no one no one was traveling there it's, it's a person that 
It's a place where no one goes. I mean, obviously, that's where they seclude, they chose to, to seclude themselves. So therefore, any time you're going to have a tra- foot traffic through an area, it will already be considered Rosh Hashanah so to speak, with regards to Yilchus Tumah. It has to be a place where no one where no one ventures into that place. So therefore, well, obviously not no one, but people don't have access to it. That's the point. Out from the outside. So therefore, a bicker. So we've got this value over here. Bimosa Chama in 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 the summer. So. People have rishus now since the farmers aren't growing their crops in their in their field. People have rishus to travel into the field to walk to use their field as a shortcut. So therefore, it's rishus yochid l'shabbos, and that's what really what the Gemara is going to focus on. Why we call it rishus yochid l'shabbos? Rishus yochid l'shabbos very rishus rabim l'tumah, and it's rishus rabim l'tumah because people have access from the street. People have access to walk through these fields. but in the yimoisagishomim that the farmers now have planted the field. So they have all their, they have all their, um, so it's planted. And now by people walking through, they could ruin the field. So therefore the farmers don't give rishust for the chevra for the to walk through. And therefore it's rishust ayachid for both lekach or lekach, lekan or lekan. It's rishust ayachid both for tumah and for Shabbos. Either way, the whole key look in that price is between its status be for tumah whether it's summer or winter. But with regards to Hilchus uh, Shabbos, it says there's always considered Shus Yochid. The pick is always considered Shus Yochid. So what does that mean? We just said over here it's a Karmelis. So Amu Ula, the Olam Karmelis Yahweh. Really, it actually is a Karmelis. Amar Korle Rushus Yochid. Why is that Mishnah there called Rushus Yochid? The Fisha ain't Rushus Rabbim. It just means saying that it's not Rushus Rabbim. That's all it meant to say. It didn't mean it actually has the status of a real Rosh Yochid, it's just Rosh Yochid like that it doesn't have the status of a full-fledged Rosh Rabbi Lagavi Shabbos. But Lo'olam is actually only a Karmelis and therefore, um, like Rashi sp- speaks out, if a person would carry from there, from the Rosh Rabbi, he would be, um, he, he would be a party, he wouldn't be Chayv. Um, 